0: Hey friends, welcome to the Sojourn Rick podcast. We made this podcast because let's be honest, college is hard and you want to get it right. Well at Sojourn, we want to help. So on this podcast, you'll hear us talking about life and faith and just whatever's happening around Rick, all with the hope of helping you grow. If you want to connect beyond our podcast, you should join our Facebook group. Our Facebook group is the easiest way to get connected and keep up with everything going on around Sojourn. You'll see the link in our description. Either way, we hope the following message inspires you to take your next step in your faith journey. Enjoy. Let's go. What's up, friends? Welcome to the Sojourn at Rick podcast i am so excited that you're here my name is nate felkel each week we're going to talk about life and faith and just whatever's going on in the world and how some of those things intersect if this is your first time welcome as a matter of fact this is everyone's first time because this is the first time that we've rebranded um as the sojourner at rick podcast so what's up so glad you guys are all here um Why are we doing this podcast, especially if you're new and you're checking this out? Why are we doing this? Well, here's the thing. Life is hard, right? Just period. But especially when you're going to college and you're just figuring so many things out for the first time. And so you want to get it right. Like there's this pressure to get it right. And the truth is, even though this can go against our culture sometimes, we need help to get it right. And so that's what Sojourn is here for. Sojourn is here to help. We are for you. We're for Rick. And so... Each week we're going to talk and explore different aspects of as I said life and culture, faith, politics, whatever. And the idea is that this is to start a conversation and get some thinking happening. Because let's be honest, all of us, myself included, we're still figuring this out. It's still a journey. We're still have much to learn and so there may be times that you disagree with me and that's totally cool but i would encourage you to think about it to wrestle with it share it with friends you guys talk about it we're gonna we'll have discussion questions that help you think more about it and and you know again just you can disagree with people and i think that's awesome this is how growth happens Lastly, if you are a RIC student listening, uh, we want you to join a group where you can talk about this with other people. Um, while COVID's happening, we'll continue to follow COVID regulations and make sure that that is safe, and so some groups will be online, some in person. You can find all this information out at Sojourn underscore RIC. If you're not a RIC student, we're glad that you are here. We'll still post questions and give you access to that, and you can start your own group. We'd love for you to do that. So, let's just jump into the first uh, kind of series of what we're going to be talking about for the next couple of weeks. We're going to be talking about the new normal. Now, I know that this is a phrase that has been tossed around a ton since March, like the new normal, the new normal, the new normal. It feels like to me, at least at some point, uh, the new normal is just now normal, right? Like the new kind of worn off, I feel like. But you know, <laughs> like I want to spend some time talking about this because this is not the first time at least in my life, I've experienced a new normal. Definitely, first time I've experienced a pandemic, but um, yeah, 2020 has just been rough, and so we're gonna talk about that. Because again, as I said, just in general, none of us know everything. None of us know what we're doing all the time, especially this year. Like I, I don't know about you, but I've never lived through a global pandemic with an economic slowdown that's on the verge of a meltdown in the middle of an election year with the greatest civil unrest since the civil rights movement. And if that's not enough, you know, we got going back to work, going to school, trying to make friends, trying to keep friends, zoom, not getting sick, not getting COVID and passing it to other people. Um, Oh yeah. And then there's also murder horns at some point. So like 2020 has just been a mess. And, you know, I, I say some of this jokingly, but 2020 has forced all of us to deal with with this new normal. And as I said, this is not the only time that there maybe has been a new normal in your life. I, I kind of like to think of new normal, the definition I, I'm kind of using is that a new normal is when there's nothing you can do to change circumstances. It is what it is, and there's nothing you can do about it sometimes you know besides covid and pandemic sometimes what this looks like is that that there's no choices no good choices to make there's just you know bad choices and less bad choices and you just got to deal with it and things just suck and just it is what it is and there's nothing you can do about it you know maybe sometimes it is an illness sometimes it may be a death in the family sometimes it may be something debilitating that 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 that's not you know, super altering, but it's just annoying, a constant just drag or thorn in your life and just like, it's just frustrating, right? And here's the thing, like I said, one of the things that we want to do here at Sojourn is, is just keep it real and, and here's the truth, new normals, in my opinion, are some of the worst moments in life, okay, like they're just some of the worst things that when you, when something happens and they're just circumstances and there's nothing you can do to change it, because in these moments, we feel we feel powerless. We feel like we're never going to be happy again. We feel like there's nothing good that can come from whatever's going on. Sometimes it gets get so bad that we feel like there's no point to continue on. And again, a lot of us, I think a lot of people are feeling that way right now. And this may be the first time that collectively there's so many people feeling this way. But this may not be for you like me. This may not be the only time that you've experienced a new normal, right? And if you're not experiencing it now, you're probably in the minority. And so good for you. I'm glad you're not experiencing it. But you will at some point if you haven't already. And you definitely know somebody who is feeling this way. And so this whole idea of a new normal and what do you do when there's nothing you can do. It is one of the unfortunate, unfortunate, just sucky parts of life. And so on that uh, high note, you know, um, over the next few weeks, we'll be exploring this from different angles. But today I wanted to address what I think is the primary emotion people feel, especially when you start integrating faith into this conversation. Um, And, you know, when you start considering faith in these new normals, oftentimes people can feel like, well, God's just given up. He's left. He doesn't care or he wasn't even real to begin with. Now, here's the thing. It is totally okay if you're not a Christian and you don't consider yourself religious. I get that um, Christians can believe some crazy things, and and I totally get that, and you're totally welcome. But I do think that there's something interesting when you consider how faith interacts with this, and so um, even though all of us face these circumstances, we all process it differently. And with with you know when you start considering uh, faith you know (laughs) there's there's this thing in us that even if we don't believe and even if we say we're not religious there's something in us that wants to know when we're facing these new normals these circumstances that god cares and that god is with us or he's there somehow right like he's gonna help like there may come a point where like god or to whom it concerns or somebody out there right like like we we can get to that point or you can imagine getting to that point But if we're keeping it real, we're kind of hypocrites when it comes to experiencing God's presence. Now, I know sometimes Christians and people of faith, you know, they get the rap for being hypocrites. But I think this is an area, and sometimes it's well-deserved, but I think this is an area that we're all hypocrites in, ready? Because how many times, if we're honest, okay, and listen, this is just a podcast, nobody's going to know if you're being honest. So just be honest with yourself. But how many times have you done something or you've been doing something and you definitely did not want God around? I mean, the last thing on your mind was, I hope I can experience the presence of God. Okay? This is the last thing you're thinking about, right? You might be thinking, dear God, I hope I don't get caught, but you definitely didn't want God intervening in whatever it was you were doing, right? And so this is the truth. We bounce around between, not sure I want God around because I'm kind of having fun and don't want him to intervene. To we bounce from that to why won't God show up and do something right, and so we're kind of hypocrites with it. But here's the good news, okay? This will make us feel good in this this heavy topic. That we're not the first people to feel this way. Throughout history, there have been people who have faced new normals that they did not like, and that's the key here. They did not like them, and they but they did not think that it meant that God didn't like them, was tired, or didn't care about them. My main point if you if you tune out and you forget anything I say, my main point today is that not that you would learn to enjoy this new normal, that you would enjoy the new normal of going to college during the pandemic and that online classes and, and all the things you face, like working and just all trying to make friends when when you, all you can do is zoom. Like my my point is not that you would enjoy a new normal or any new normal that you ever face because this won't be the only new normal you face. Not that you would enjoy it, but that you don't give up hope that God is with you, and that you realize He's not punishing you for some unknown thing that you did. Now, the reason I can say this, and and the example that I'm going to point to um, is is one of my one of my favorite examples of it. We'll actually be looking at several examples throughout the this series, but it's about this guy named John, and it's my favorite for for two reasons. Um, the first is that I'm kind of a troublemaker when it comes to faith and religion and I just I don't know I kind of always been asking the questions that apparently you're not supposed to ask and so this story that we're going to talk about today I, is actually one of the first memories I have of getting in trouble uh, for asking questions because I uh, in sixth grade or about that age I, uh, I got in trouble for for suggesting that John didn't enjoy the new normal that he was in the circumstances he was facing and the the religious teacher that i had and i know for some of you like you were in a class i was crazy story we'll talk about that later but the teacher told me no that's not true john loved jesus and therefore he was happy in his circumstances and this was one of my first experiences of realizing that us christians i'm one of them us christians we get things wrong and, uh, and sometimes we can be a little crazy. And I, and so if you feel that way, if you feel that way about me, I totally get it. Cause we can definitely get things wrong. Cause again, my teacher said, no, John loved the situation he was in. Okay. So what was the situation John was in that my teacher was saying he loved? He was in a desert in jail. Okay. He was in a desert in a jail cell. Okay. Now listen. I'm telling you, I'm not the smartest person, but there's no way he was enjoying that, especially in the first century, right? And yet, there's this thing in religious circles and in religion, that they're like, no, he had faith, or he loved Jesus, and, and and he was happy. He was happy to be there. But come on, who's happy to, one, be in the middle of a desert for a long time, but also you happen to just be sitting in this hot desert jail cell? Okay, like that's that's not exactly, oh boy, sign me up so what does this story have to do with us how like why am i why bring this story up how did he even end up there well it all starts with jesus okay and so you have to understand jesus was going around and john was actually his cousin and john had actually started talking and teaching people to to tell him hey this special person jesus is coming so get ready okay and so jesus is he's he's out and he had just sent off his followers gave them some instructions to go and do things and he and he heads out to go do some more teaching right well when that happens some of john's uh followers show up and ask him a question and and they ask him a question that comes from john 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 wants to know john sends them to ask jesus hey are you really the messiah the savior or is somebody else coming are we waiting on someone Okay, specifically, you can find this if you want to ever look this up and fact check me. Matthew eleven um, and verse two through three is is where where it say this. Now, John's in jail. He sends his friends to ask this question. Well, why is he in jail? You know, did he do something wrong? Well, this is what he was in jail for. Is that there's a king? Okay, his name was King Herod. Okay, he was a son of another Herod. Okay, super uh, fun. Um, names, you know, and just keep the names running and and don't switch them up. But he, uh, so the king that was, uh, the king at the time, he, okay, check this out, okay, you think your family's crazy, hopefully this hasn't happened, but this king, he married his brother's wife, who was also his niece, okay, alright, so work that one out, and John took every opportunity to talk about it and how wrong it was. Well, eventually the woman Herodias got tired of it and talked um, the king King Herod into having him arrested, and so he's arrested and put in this desert desert jail cell. And again, I don't think he was happy. Now, here's what's crazy is that as all that is the backdrop, John Jesus tells us is one of his favorite people okay Jesus loved John okay this is again the person that went ahead of Jesus to tell everybody hey get ready something great is about to happen happen they were related their mothers were friends as a matter of fact Jesus called him the greatest ever okay he said truly I tell you among those born of women which is everyone okay there is not one greater than John okay no one more important okay that's how highly Jesus thought of John so with that as a backdrop how is he in jail okay and when when you think okay you know, jesus like jesus you know kind of okay he's god maybe or i'm not sure what i think about that but when jesus heard john was in jail what do you think he would do okay if you were you know just for benefit of the doubt you know just you know for sake of argument and say jesus is all powerful and he finds out this person that he thinks is the greatest person is in jail what would you do would you expect that he bust him out send some angels to go get him maybe visit him encourage him maybe send a little care package maybe maybe turn the king and queen uh into the care packages right okay what do you expect him to do well what we know that jesus did is that he withdrew from where he was and he left he went in the opposite direction okay in Matthew 4 verses 12 through 13 it says when Jesus heard that John had been put in jail he withdrew to Galilee leaving Nazareth he went and lived in Capernaum so he literally went in the opposite direction if he had a map I would show you this but he went as far north as possible so John is living in this desert dungeon and Jesus is living on a lake 130 miles away so so John rightfully so sitting in this jail cell is like hey uh can you guys go and ask him like what's up like I've done everything like you know what's going on right and so Jesus's response is that he tells him hey listen go tell John about all the healings and all that I'm doing for everybody else okay jesus tells them in in matthew 11 to go and just tell them how all these amazing things are happening okay but they're not happening for john then jesus says something that is super strange like he knew we would that those of us reading this in 2020 we would wonder and and this is powerful and this is super important for you as you're considering your new normal maybe you're you feel like you're waiting in a dungeon okay he says, "Blessed is anyone who do, does not stumble on account of me. Blessed is anyone who does not stumble on account of me." Literally, that word means to like get tripped up or be offended by or cause to you know downfall, you know. And the implication here is that when things don't make sense, when 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 I'm you know when things are seem against me happy is the man or the woman who maintains faith anyway who believes and trusts in me anyway maybe another way to say it is don't interpret god's silence as absence now here's the thing here's the point in that story is that john one of jesus's favorite people jesus didn't come rescue him Okay, it didn't mean that John that Jesus didn't care about John, it didn't mean that Jesus didn't love John, it didn't mean that John did something wrong. He didn't. Okay? And and Jesus tells him, you know, hey, there's a lot going on and and I know that all you can see is your prison cell, but there's a lot going on and go and share that with him. And bless is the one who does not stumble on account of me. Now, here's the thing, I'm not going to sugarcoat this. This is hard, and I don't like it. Okay, to be honest with you, I don't like it because what I wish I could tell you is that Jesus was like, "What, my my boy John's in jail? Let's go bust him out." Okay, John did everything right; he shouldn't be in jail. Okay, that's that's the American version I want to tell. That's the that's the dream version, right? But the truth is, is that's not what happened. The truth is, is that sometimes what we want to happen isn't what's going to happen and we can experience those three lies that that i'll never be happy again nothing good can come from this and there's no point to continue on and when that happens we lose joy we lose hope we lose purpose my main point in this because there's not a lot of answers here yet and we'll get into some of those but my main point here is that that doesn't have to be the case our circumstances COVID, social unrest, anxiety, online learning, trying to make friends in this environment. That's it. That's just it. They're circumstances. They are not proof for or against the presence of God. And so in the coming weeks, we're gonna explore we what we can actually do and how we can respond. Okay, how do we actually deal with the new normal? But for now we need to resist the urge to say God doesn't care i'll never be happy again and nothing good can come from this and there's no point in continuing on because the truth is god does care okay we see that jesus cared about john he does care okay okay this is jesus the son of god he cares about john but still didn't rescue him how can that be we'll discover that in the coming weeks the truth is is that you can be happy and have joy again the truth is is that there is hope and you do have a purpose but this is hard this is rough and like it is it's not enjoyable we don't like it okay and i totally totally get that but i hope that you join us for part 2 as we continue on this but in the meantime we again we'll be posting questions so i hope you check those out think through them yourself at least if not join a group start your own own group use your own questions use our questions use yours whatever you want to do but share this podcast and invite others to be part of this conversation. Find us on Sojourn at Rick um, on Instagram, and uh, and we'll be talking about how do we continue to deal with this new normal. But again, the main point here is that just because your circumstances look that way, that doesn't mean God doesn't care. Okay. So hope you enjoyed this. We will continue to be putting these out and looking forward to seeing and hearing from you guys later. Stay awesome.